Friends, welcome back to the Noble Motherhood Podcast, where we share real and vulnerable stories about motherhood and our challenge to become more like Christ in every season. I am so honored that you're here. This is most definitely a very heavy topic to start this podcast with, but I felt strongly that this is the place I must begin. Motherhood is filled with so many ups and downs, so many questions, joys, struggles, unknowns, adventures, and yes, pain. I know that I'm speaking to so many women right now who've experienced the heart-wrenching pain of having a miscarriage. And I just want to tell you today that I understand. All too many times, I understand. The Lord wants to bring us into a deeper revelation of His goodness. And this is what I pray over you today, friend. That you know beyond any doubt that God is good. Even when there is loss and pain. I don't know your specific story, but God does And he wants to continue to show you his handprint over every part of your story. My story of motherhood started with loss. This simple sentence has brought a lot of clarity to me recently as to why I've dealt with a lot of discontentment within motherhood. More depth on that later. My husband and I were married in April of 2019. And a few months later, I found out I was pregnant. We were awestruck, really. We weren't trying, per se, and being so newly married, our faces probably resembled a deer in headlights, I suppose. At seven weeks pregnant, we lost the baby. Heartbroken? We were absolutely heartbroken. Our first son, Jedediah Benjamin, was born on July 3rd, 2020. Third pregnancy and second miscarriage was in October of 2021. Our second son, Nehemiah James, was born on October 4th, 2022. Fifth pregnancy and third miscarriage was April of this year. My motherhood journey has looked nothing like what I envisioned. It's been a wild ride mixed with unexplainable joy and unexpected pain. It's a journey of continued growth and surrender, trusting the Lord as we raise our wonderful sons. We become mothers the moment we see that positive pregnancy test. Becoming a mother doesn't happen at birth, even though I'm sure you've heard that phrase, a baby was born and also a mother. Something happens within a woman's very soul when she finds out she's pregnant. Suddenly, in a moment, she now thinks of taking care of not just herself, but the baby she is growing inside of her. In a moment, her entire world changes, and she is now a force to be reckoned with as she grows and carries for this little human. When a woman has a miscarriage, life stops growing within her. And the little one she was carrying is no longer there. There is immense grief and sorrow attached to having a miscarriage, as well as so many other emotions and thoughts. She misses that baby terribly. 
and life will never be the same for her. She can heal and move through the pain. God will meet her in the sorrow. There can be beauty from the ashes. However, she will always feel the loss. It never goes away, and that's okay. It's okay to still feel the loss, friend. You will forever be a mother, and that pain is very real, regardless of the amount of time that has passed by. A friend texted me a little bit ago and asked me what helps the pain, what helps the pain of having a miscarriage. My reply to her was something like this, get alone with God, journal, Be real and raw about how you're feeling. Carve out space to be alone with your husband to process. Pray through the pain. Be with your children, if you have children already. Plant a flower or buy a plant for your baby who is with Jesus. Know that it was not your fault and you did not do anything wrong. The Lord is with you through the pain. He desires to draw you closer to himself. When I stop to reflect on the past four years, I very clearly see those heartbreaking moments for my husband and I, marked by the comfort of the Lord. Maybe not right away, but eventually the comfort of our Heavenly Father is overwhelming to our souls as we find ourselves face down before Him. We have nothing left but to choose to trust that He is with us in our deepest sorrows, The loss of our babies have been the deepest sorrow. And I know it is the same for you also, dear friend. But our story does not end there. I want to take this time to speak these scriptures over you. Let the truth of God's word wash over you no matter what you are currently walking through. Isaiah 46, 4. Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Psalm 23, 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalm 119, 50. My comfort in my suffering is this. Your promise preserves my life. Psalm 34, 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He saves those who are crushed in spirit. I don't have the answers to life's most heartbreaking circumstances. I don't. I don't know why loss is a part of our story or yours. But I do know with all of my heart that God takes the ashes and turns it all into something beautiful. How do I know this? Our third miscarriage, like I said, happened this year. I got pregnant when I was only four, four and a a half months postpartum with our second son, Nehemiah. And at 12 weeks along, we lost yet another baby. In April of this year, my husband and I walked through 
literally the darkest valley we've ever walked through. My body did not respond well to losing another baby. I ended up in the hospital two times within a four-day period of time. First, it was getting to the hospital by ambulance, and second time, my husband drove who knows how fast down the highway to get me to the hospital in time. I was not okay, and I knew it. I know my body very, very well, and I knew that if I had another episode of blood loss, I was not going to be okay. In the hospital, I received two blood transfusions and was pumped with liquid iron. My hemoglobin level had got down to 6.9. And for those of you who know or don't know, it's 6.5 is life-threatening. I cannot tell you the sense of relief that I had as soon is my body started getting the blood that it needed. I knew I was going to be okay as soon as I got what my body needed to not just survive but thrive. And I knew that God covered covered my body and covered that blood that he gave me. I knew beyond any doubt that the Lord was with me and he was with my husband literally as we walked through the valley of the shadow of death. I just remember being so thankful and yet so angry with the Lord that he would allow us to walk through this yet again. So how do I know with all my heart that God takes the ashes and turns it all into something beautiful? How do I know this? Well, I had a choice. I could praise him in the midst of it all, or I could let my heart grow cold. I can literally praise him in the midst of all the pain, all the loss, or I could let my heart grow cold towards my God, who I knew, who I knew to be faithful. The beauty out of the ashes is when we choose to enter into his presence. That's where the healing begins. The healing is his very presence. He is the author and finisher of our faith. The Lord our God is our eternal hope. And there isn't a sorrow on this earth that could ever change the fact that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to pay for our sins and to allow us to experience his unconditional love. Friend, I don't know what your story is. Like I said, I have no idea what you have walked through this side of heaven. But I can tell you this with all sincerity, that I know that the Lord has seen every single tear that has fell from your eyes. I can tell you this with all sincerity, that he is not afraid of your anger. 
He is not afraid of your questions. He is not afraid of the explicit raw emotion. He wants to embrace you fully. He wants to show you yet again his goodness and his kindness in possibly ways that can only be displayed when we walk through pain and suffering. He is good, he is kind, and he is faithful. I promise you that because I have experienced it myself. Let me pray for us. Father, thank you so much. I know it seems sometimes so difficult to utter those words, just those words of thankfulness. Because there are so many seasons and so many situations we walk through where thankfulness is literally the last thing that we want to come out of our mouth. But I know that thankfulness and praise is the gateway to entering into your presence. Father, I want to pray for every single woman listening to this who has experienced a miscarriage, Lord. I pray that in her pain, her grief, Father, that she would see your face. Show her your face. I want to pray for every single woman who's listening to this who hasn't experienced a miscarriage but maybe knows a woman who has. And I pray, God, for a deeper understanding for that friend or sister or coworker, whoever it is, for a deeper understanding and that you would show that you would show her how to love that other woman who's experienced loss. I pray, Lord, that you would speak truth into every woman's soul who has experienced loss, that she would know that it is not her fault, that she did nothing wrong. And that you are there with her in her grief. Father, thank you so much for allowing us to come boldly to your throne of grace today. I pray that you would use this, this time, this small amount of time to usher in healing in a deeper way. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.